Rios Montt was the dictator of Guatemala for a relatively short period of time, just 17 months. Contrast that with Zimbabwe's Robert Mugabe. He's ruled his country in southern Africa with an iron fist for more than 30 years. Many would like Mugabe to also go to trial for abuses committed under his regime, and yet he continues to hang on, and his authoritarian regime continues to intimidate, most recently by arresting three senior opposition politicians and also Zimbabwe's best-known human rights lawyer, Beatrice Mitetwa. New York Times correspondent Lydia Polgreen is in the capital, Harare, right now. Lydia, remind our listeners who Beatrice Matetwa is and what does she come to symbolize in Zimbabwe? Well, Beatrice Matetwa is one of the best-known lawyers in Zimbabwe. She's the person you call if you're in trouble and you're a uh, political activist, if you run an or a charity organization that has incurred the wrath of the government of Zimbabwe. When one of our correspondents, Barry Birak, was arrested just before the 2008 election, she was his lawyer and uh, was ultimately able to get him uh, get him out of jail. So she really has come to symbolize the fight for human rights, individual rights, the rights of charities and others to provide services here in Zimbabwe. In the past, uh, her role as a lawyer and an officer of the court has largely been respected. And I think what a lot of people are struggling with is now as she prepares to spend her third night in jail is why suddenly now is this person who has played this important role finding herself being a defendant? Do you have any answers to why now? Zimbabwe has just had a referendum to approve a new constitution. The vote wasn't terribly controversial, but there has been a crackdown going on on aid groups and on political dissidents in Zimbabwe over the past few months. And I think people are fearful that as the country moves towards presidential elections, you're going to see more of this this kind of uh, repression. Right. So that election uh, coming up uh, this July, Mugabe is 89 and has been in power 33 years. Is there anything or anyone that can stop Mugabe in the election in July? Robert Mugabe remains very much unpopular. He did not get the most votes in the 2008 election. As you might recall, Morgan Changarai, his opponent, did. And there was supposed to be a runoff. The runoff was canceled because uh, Morgan Changarai said he didn't want to have any more violence. Hundreds of people were killed and injured. I think the question now is, does that fervor still exist to make a fundamental change in direction in Zimbabwe? I think there's been a great deal of disillusionment and disappointment with the Movement for Democratic Change, the main opposition party. Mm. You know, there have been lots of allegations of corruption. Um, I think that they haven't been able to achieve many of the things that they set out to do, reforming the police force, ensuring that there wouldn't be the kind of violence that there, would, that there was in 2008. That's something that they've made almost no headway on. Yes, the economy is doing quite a bit better since the uh, U.S. dollar was introduced in, in place of the Zimbabwean dollar. You don't have those, you know, $300 trillion bills anymore. Right. But the country is still waiting to figure out where its future lies. Um, Robert Mugabe is 89 years old. Under the new constitution, he can serve two more terms, which means that at the end of those two terms, he'd be 99. I think for a lot of Zimbabweans, they think that the only way that uh, Robert Mugabe is going to leave power is feet first. I don't want to let you go without asking you about uh, this uh, visit to Italy uh, by Mugabe. He's under a European Union travel ban, but he arrived in Italy this week for the inauguration of the Pope. Uh, I guess he can skirt the ban on religious grounds. 
there seems to be some sort of arrangement that allows him to go, uh, you know, via kind of diplomatic envelope, as it were, um, <laughs> into Vatican, into the Vatican without uh, without actually entering Italian territory, or at least without risk of arrest. There are a lot of very devout Catholics in this country, and and I think that um, given Robert Mugabe's devotion to the Catholic Church, uh, you know, he, he went to Catholic schools, and he credits the Catholic Church with providing him with an education. I don't know that a lot of people would begrudge him um, the right as a uh, as a head of state to uh, to go and see uh, the new pope be inaugurated, but it certainly has raised a lot of eyebrows, mm. you know, on Twitter and, and elsewhere. Given the kind of vague future for Zimbabwe at this point and the, the uneasiness with which a lot of Zimbabweans kind of see that future, is there one person you spoke with, you've been speaking with in Harare, who kind of has captured where the country's at right now? Yes. Uh, I spoke to a member of parliament of the MDC who... That's the opposition was, party, yeah. Yeah, of the main opposition party. And... Um, he told me, look, you know, the only thing that's really holding us all together is a desire to get rid of Robert Mugabe. And we'll do anything and we'll all stick together until that task is achieved. So I think I think what you're seeing right now is an opposition that's determined to turn a page, a party that uh, in power that is determined to hold on. And a lot of questions about whether, you know, what the future is going to hold for a country that, you know, was once one of Africa's most prosperous and has been on really, really hard times in the last decade. New York Times correspondent Lydia Polgreen speaking with us from Zimbabwe's capital, Harare. Thanks for your time, Lydia. Thank you.